Hello, my name is Natalie Norton, and today is day 52 of the 90-Day Challenge. Today's reflection was prepared by Anna Jo. This week, we are growing in a lifestyle of community through building a habit of building one another up in love. As we begin, let's pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God, as we approach your word, help us to remember that you want to speak with us. As we listen to today's reflection, help us to learn what it means to be your disciple. As we seek to create new habits, help us to remember that your grace is sufficient for us when we inevitably fall short. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. Community is living committed. It is the way we participate and persevere within the local church. We were meant to live in authentic relationships, to love generously, to serve humbly, and to live in unity and at peace with one another. This is our design and our call as followers of Jesus. Today, we are reflecting on how the body of believers builds each other up in love. Romans 12 verses 9 through 16 says, Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. On the heels of Paul's exhortation to believers to serve the Lord in wholeness as living sacrifices and to use their gifts for the body of believers, he gives a concise series of short instructions of how believers should now live with transformed minds. Verses 10 through 16 seem to unpack what it means in verse 9 for love to be genuine, to abhor what is evil, and to hold fast to what is good. As Christians meditate on and embody these decrees, humble love for one another becomes the witness of their faith. Many of these statements feel deceivingly simple. We know what the words say and mean, but the practical next step isn't always easy. Maybe that isn't true for you, but it definitely is for me. What does it truly mean to let love be genuine? As I consider this passage, I notice the ways Paul is inviting us to live differently and intentionally because of our surrender to Jesus. At some point in your life, you might have heard the statement, love is not a feeling, it's a choice. I don't know who first said that line, but with over 20 verbs in eight verses, it is clear that Paul is calling us to action. He is showing us the way we live and love does matter, and the church is built up by it. Our brothers and sisters in Christ are built up because we choose to love them. Christian community is marked by this kind of humility. Christian theologian Henry Nouwen says, However, community is first of all a quality of the heart. 
It grows from the spiritual knowledge that we are alive, not for ourselves, but for one another. Community is the fruit of our capacity to make the interests of others more important than our own. The question, therefore, is not, how can we make community, but how can we develop and nurture giving hearts? When we believe that we are alive for one another, we will live in such a way that does build each other up in love. Another way to view this term, build each other up, that has been helpful for me is to think, how can I help another person know that they are beloved by my words and or actions? In particular, the line, outdo one another in showing honor, stands out to me. There's something about this sentence that has me imagining a pyramid of people climbing over one another, fervently striving to be at the top so they can give praise to another. It is an image of great joy, and I want to be a part of it. I want to be one of those people, and I want to be following Jesus together with those people. It's an ongoing action. As you go to work, outdo one another in showing honor. As you go to school, outdo one another. As you live and be, outdo one another. In my life, one way this habit looks is being intentional about giving words of encouragement. I try to be specific about the ways I see Christ in them. It's a small cost mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially if I need a stamp, but having been on the receiving end, I know I have been greatly encouraged when people go out of their way to do so for me. It is important to note that this follows the exhortation to love one another with brotherly affection. This is not a competition to be won, but rather a habit that helps us have giving hearts. I imagine that is what Nawan is trying to address in his question about having generous hearts. It is a choice to step into uncomfortable situations, to go out of your way to show honor to someone else, or to choose patience, generosity, joy, prayer, or love at the benefit of another. Because when we do, our fellow believers are built up. Our hearts soften to spirit's work. When we do, we image the sacrificial love of Christ to a broken world. When we do, we encourage a weary believer with the power and hope of the gospel. We point back to the very one who became God in flesh in all humility so that he could die on the cross for those who were still his enemies. Let's return to the passage and listen for a particular word or phrase that the Holy Spirit might be highlighting today. Romans 12 verses 9 through 16 says, Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. What word or phrase jumped out at you from this verse? What idea do you want to take away from today's reflection? Is there a step of obedience that you want to take today in response to any of this? God, I long to hold fast to what is good 
and for my love to be genuine for those who you love. Spirit, would you renew my mind so that I might choose love for my brothers and sisters over myself? By your power, may I be centered in the extravagance of your love so I may overflow to those around me. Show me where I am resistant to this and grant me a willing spirit to be like Christ in displaying sacrificial love. Thank you that I am the beloved too. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. As we take these reflections into the coming day, let us remember the command of Jesus in John 13, verses 34 through 35. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Father, help me to live as your child, secure in your love. Jesus, help me to live as you did, loving God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Spirit, help me to live in the power of God, forsaking self-reliance and putting all my hope in you. Amen. Amen.